Hello, everyone, and welcome to this here session of Bardic Quest, the show where British trained actors tell fantastical improvised stories through the medium of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, just before we start, I wanted to give a shout out to Sirenscape, who are the guys who are providing us with all the ambience and music and sound effects and things. Um, it's a, an app that you can download onto your um computer or device or whatever to create background noise for your DD games live in session um not necessarily over zoom and things like this um so do check them out sirenscape.com um really appreciative of them allowing us to to use their sound effects and music um we also have a bit of news as well in that uh for those who want to join us on our adventures um whilst on the go on your commute doing housework or walking the dog or whatever um we've now launched the podcast version of the show um so uh because we've designed the show in such a particular way that it can be consumed as audio only i.e using theater of the mind for combat etc um you should be able to enjoy the show just audio only without losing any of the experience so do check that out it will be available on apple podcast on spotify or whatever app catcher uh, podcast catcher of choice you might want to use um so let's jump into this session of bardic quest Last time saw the human fighter Saga, the halfling bard Sergei, and the dwarf cleric Thoric meet for the first time at the tavern known as the Beached Leviathan in Neverwinter. Um, they were there to meet with Gundren Rockseeker, who was looking for adventurers to hire for some work, escorting supplies to the frontier town of Phandalin near the Sword Mountains. The next day, after bullying Sergei into accompanying or allowing him to accompany him to Thoric and Saga, um, Johan Hale joined the group. And following a day of making money in the fighting pits, uh, Saga caught the eye of one Halfren Loren, who was quite taken by her fighting prowess. After the group acquired the supplies, which needed escorting, they departed the city of Neverwinter, heading south along the high road. And the first night of travel saw the group battling the elements as a powerful storm made its presence felt along the route, a storm which certainly seemed out of place for the time of year. The following day, with sunset fast approaching, the group happened upon a skirmish between a knight, his companion, and a group of cultists and their kobold minions. The group made quick work of this band of cultists, which... Uh, much to the appreciation of the knight Bartolom and his companion Sithra, both of the Order of the Gauntlet. So with night setting in, 
we now find the group making camp with Bartolom and Sithra, now sat around a campfire preparing a meal before they retire for the night. Notably, Sergei is not with the group, having gone to forage for some more food and supplies um, off to the side of the road, a little bit further into the hills, um, and has not yet returned from his foraging. Bartolom sits sharpening his sword, and he looks at you all and asks, So tell me, have you observed any other cultist activity on your travels? Nay, I've uh, not come across uh, anyone quite like this. Heard tales, of course, of um, those wee dragony, lizardy looking things up in the mountains sometimes, you know, you hear tales, but I've not seen any myself. Hmm. And, and what brings you down this high road? Well, uh, me and my friends here are uh, looking after this here cart hidden for Fandolin. Fandolin, you say? Aye. I am familiar. I've never been myself, but I know of people there. And, uh, how about yourselves? What what brings you on the road? Uh, well, I'm afraid to say the cultist activity that you've witnessed today is really the cause of our journey. Uh, I'm afraid to say that this is no isolated incident. Uh, we tracked the particular group of cultists and kobolds that we engaged with earlier from further south down the high road after they robbed and killed a travelling cheesemonger. Why? We don't know. Perhaps for sport. Perhaps perhaps the cheesemonger had information that they needed. It's difficult to tell at this point. We are on our way to Neverwinter currently to gather some intel from others of our order who have also been dealing with this cultist activity. From what cult do they hail? Whom do they serve? We suspect the cult of the dragon. Dragons. Hmm. Perfect. Which yes. dragon? Uh, all, I think. They are known to worship the goddess of dragons, Tiamat. Thoric spits from the ground. <laughs> Is that <laughs> slug? You do not think highly of dragons. Dragons in general, if they keep themselves to themselves, it's no uh, no hair plucked from my chin, but. Uh, no, the uh, the goddess of dragons is known to me and my people, and uh, they do enjoy slithering into our holds and making off with our uh, treasures of old. Have you ever come face to face with one? 
Luckily, no. There's not been dragons in my uh, in my parts for many centuries now. But uh, you are we have a... lucky, very lucky indeed. Aye. Well, you have a dragon problem. Well, if you've been lucky enough not to come into the path of one, you are no. certainly lucky indeed. Hmm. They realm the Sword Coast quite openly at times. Luckily, they are few and far between, but it's certainly not unheard of. Rumours abound that there is a dragon active not far from this region here, in the Sword Mountains. And what's driven the cultists out of the mountains? Well, that remains unknown to us. But the, there is certainly an uptick in cultist activity. They're certainly preparing for something, or actively doing something. What are is, they doing? Just killing people? Or? That remains unclear, in, in all honesty. There are sometimes raids, sometimes murders. There doesn't seem to be, at this point, however, any sort of What do these motive. cultists look like? What do these raiders look like? Much like the men that we encountered on the road earlier today. Uh, they wear a lot of black. Some wear purple, but they, oh. they are much rarer to be seen. Most of them are just wearing black leather masks uh, which have a kind of draconic motif to them I suppose my eyes dart to a smouldering pile of corpses that were once the cultists sorry about that well they were murderers in their own right and justice comes for us all eventually that it does and um Sithra, the woman, looks to you, Johan, and um, she says, uh, Forgive me, you look almost out of place amongst these folk. What brings Funny. you here? I was about to say the same. About me or about yourself? About you. It's not often people brandish their freakish gifts so openly. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Oh, you know. He's a well touch sensitive. Mean. Sorry, he's a touch sensitive about the whole. Uh, and uh, Thoric does the magical fingers thing. And uh, oh, I see. Thankfully, you travel in the companionship of this knight. No doubt, your keeper or guardian, the one who keeps you in check from losing control or keeper. She's not a dog. She is. <sighs> to some well um, this is a mite awkward um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that my gifts offend you they don't offend me signal way uh, may I ask why such things create such a extreme reaction for you My companions are under the impression that I am under some kind of prejudice, that I merely dislike you 
because perhaps I was spurned as a child or perhaps some romantic gesture that went wrong on my part. But my prejudice is born from something real. Yes, you're all healers. You're all good intentioned. You're all magnificent works of wonder until you decide not to be. And then you can do untold damage before you're finally put down. So forgive me if I see you for what you are other than what people think you should be. And if you'd seen what I was seeing, you too would be wary. Under my experience, people, anyone, can be evil, even if they can't do magic. I prefer to trust in my blade than any foul deals with creatures from beyond or aberrations at birth. And if I may ask, what has been your experience that uh, has created such a strong feeling for you? Bit of a personal question. By all means, you don't need to answer. I'm just intrigued. But if it is too touchy of a subject, I'm happy to forget about it entirely. My associates and I have a duty to ensure that magic uses of ill intent are put down permanently. Any magic users indiscriminate of their intentions? We keep a watchful eye on those who decide for now to use their gifts of good, but should any of them stray from the path, we will be there, waiting. <laughs> Does that mean you'll be keeping an eye on me now? I'm already keeping an eye on you, witch. She kind ah. of awkwardly looks at her feet. <laughs> chuckling to herself almost, but trying not to show it. You said that um, uh, Sithra was a, a dwarf as well? Uh, no, she's a human woman, white-haired. Oh, short, white-haired woman, yeah. Um, Tharic sort of, uh, he's, he's just, uh, drinking some of their stores and he's just like, aye, but Johan, if you've got one eye on me and one eye on her, what if we go in two different directions? You'll end up cross-eyed, won't you? Saga laughs at them. As do, uh, Bartolom and Sithra. Allow myself a weak smile and then quickly turn my eyes back to Sithra. <laughs> Uh, well, I suppose we should um, probably settle in for the night. Um, yes, I will uh, head to my tent and uh, we shall see you in the morning. And he bows and Sithra kind of stands up and she nods her head to all of you and they both head off to their respective tents in inverted commas. Great. <sighs> the knight does not know very much about these cultists, and yet they attack him. I think he knows more than he's telling us. 
Well, so you didn't suspicious. exactly give them a warm welcome. Why should they trust us? Trust is overrated. Hmm. Well, if they say that they've been finding other attacks on the road and they've been attacking merchants but not taking their stores, we should be careful. Yeah, it's bizarre, bizarre of raiders not to loot as well. Uh, Wayne, did they hmm. did they specifically say that they didn't take any of the cheesemongers' wares? Um, no, they didn't. They didn't specify. No, okay. just that they killed him. Okay. I might ask in the morning then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are all sleepy. Well, I'm, and happy I'm still to take bleeding. First... <laughs> Wait, Thorak just suddenly looks at me. By the divine, come here, come here, right? Let me patch you up. Sorry, I didn't even realize if everything's so you've got so much black clothing, you can't really see the blood. Um, yeah, it's kind of the point. <laughs> and uh, Thorak just, with no preamble, just goes up and just starts like trying to sort the room. Like, right, well. Uh, I love this in a jiffy for you, and um, you see him start to kind of uh, take his um, holy symbol mm-hmm. rings across his fingers, and they start to glow. Don't you dare! What? Don't you dare! You'd prefer death or pain? Over I prefer you? bandages. You may heal me, Thoric. With pleasure. Um, I would like to cast Cure Wounds! Yeah! Uh, so, I believe ooh, thank you very much I believe I get a wee bonus as well um, for my domain. Just checking Oh, I think you may. Do continue I'm just going to check I have the right uh, It might. Oh, it will be on D&D Beyond probably. It certainly yes. will It will! Spells! Hmm. 1d8 plus 5 um, nice. so, if, so if I click it will it cast it? yeah it will it should it's coming up now here it comes it's taking a while it is taking a while <laughs> <laughs> <That's quite laughs> Will I be any healed after a long rest? Uh, yes, I believe you also have a point of exhaustion. Nine! Yes, I... <laughs> <laughs> God, Is that, that nine? Yeah, that, that gives me back up to four. So. Oh, amazing. You're most welcome. Yeah, I mean, in, re- in reality, you will be healed after your yeah. long rest. Yeah, I, um, I, I knew that. I'm just... Yeah, for for Ollie's Ollie's offering to heal you, you take it. Yeah, of course. I mean, I get my spell slots back, and Mm. uh, it'll be Mm. all right as long as we complete the rest. But who knows? I'm sure um, it'll all be fine. Yeah, in answer to your question, Ollie, yes, you will be healed from your long rest, and I believe you'll lose your point of exhaustion, your level of exhaustion, (laughs) which, thankfully for you, didn't really come into much effect, which is lucky. Well, it's been. Close run thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. So, what would you like to do next? Uh, unless there's anything worth investigating, uh, is this 
Have we woken up now, or are we? Are we asleep? Oh no, now? this is still this is still nighttime. Um, is there anything worth gleaning from the corpses of the cultists? Any information that could help us that the the knight hasn't been able to give? Um, give me an investigation check. Oh, I'm so good at that. Oh, that would be a natural 20. Although, <clears throat> because you have not yet slept, you do need to do that with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> natural one. Natural one. Come on. Oh. <laughs> well, two plus six, which is eight. That, that's a good good bonus on your investigation there. Um, yeah, uh, you don't... You kind of rummage through, try and find, um, you know, any iconography or anything... There doesn't really seem to be much there. They actually seem to be fairly nondescript in their choice of outfits, aside from these masks, which you've both seen and, and the knight referred to, which have kind of got this kind of draconic kind of element to them with the, with the I don't even know what you call them, on the heads of almost like the antlers. <laughs> but that's definitely not the right word. Horns. Well, yeah, but there's kind Gales. of that, that kind of um, frill Protrusion? kind of nuss to them. Oh, to the yeah, yeah, I get you. Do you know like what a, I mean? Like a fan? I get you. Like a yeah. spine. It's spine, maybe, yeah. Um, and that kind of motif of, of them kind of being elongated and, and kind of almost brushed back. Like the one um, in Jurassic Park 3. The... Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that film. But, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that 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 kind of draconic motif, but beyond beyond that, there's not really much that kind of gives them away for being anything in particular, or no sign of of really much in the way of loot or anything like that. They just it's almost like they're just bandits in so many respects, but with this very specific clothing. Damn, nothing. to find our answers elsewhere. Unless you two have any ideas. Well, I don't recognize these bandits at all. I've only heard tales of them, not seen much of them, to be honest. And anyway, yeah, sorry, you're bringing out the mother hen of me. Can you sit down, please? Just stop <laughs> moving about. Um, and Thoric is going to wash his hands in some... Uh, water. And this is more for flavour than anything else. Sure. He just wants to like clean Johan's wound with mm -hmm. uh, some like hot water and like stitch his wound shut mm -hmm. with a uh, and just basically make sure that he's fine and he's not going to get nothing's going to get infected. Sure. That's going to take <laughs> you a fair bit of time. So I don't know if there's any conversation that would be taking place at that point. Johan sits down and takes his medicine like a good boy. There <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, so as he's sort of like stitching up the wound, he's just um, while I'm while I'm doing that. Do yeah. I see any other scars on Johan? Hmm. Mm, Johan. Yeah, you do. And do they look like none of them were healed with magic or? Healed, healed properly at all do some of them look I don't know like they were just sort of left and hoped for the best or <laughs> some of them yeah I think 
the, if they had been healed with magic, not many of them or hardly any of them would have scarred. But because they've been done kind of on the fly, or they've been cuts on cuts, or signs of magic damage, then they haven't healed properly. So he does have a few scars. And yeah, all these scars, like arms, chest, chest, arms, legs, some like creeping up my neck. Mm-hmm. But uh, his face may have one or two, not like Geralt scars. Yeah, yeah. But enough to. He's done a fair bit of fighting with odds that are usually stacked against him. Seems like you don't have a lot of friends, Johan. Goes to say something, but then closes his mouth. Mind your stitches, dwarf. Be a good boy now, and uh, he'll um, just... <laughs> Thoric will just jab him with the needle in the ribs <laughs> behind him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then continue. <laughs> um, seeing his reaction, Saga suddenly feels bad, and she's like, just hands him a cup of water. Thank you. Look, I know you're uh, probably not going to change your opinion overnight, and I won't expect it, but I can promise you, you don't need to worry about me, if anyone. The gods put me on this world to uh, stitch wounds, not cause too many of them. Maybe, ah, maybe a few, but only if they're particularly nasty. You fight well for a healer. Ah, well, it's one and the same in my people. There is not a, there's not a lad or lass who hasn't trained with axe or hammer or crossbow or, you know, a few spell spell weavers amongst us everyone's called to arms when our cities are attacked maiden you fight well also no one's called me that in a long time i have not met many women who fight as you do mm. and i've not met as many men who wield a sword as well as you. Mm. I must admit, I was taught by a man. Men. Who taught you? My late husband. Was it long ago? Six months, seven months. Aye, I'm sorry. (laughs) He probably deserved it. (laughs) He was a murderer. Oh. What happened? To him. And you? He died in a rage. That's what they told me. Magic users, apparently. 
But like I said, he probably deserved it. Then she kind of takes a few steps away. <laughs> she is a strange one. Yeah, I've met a stranger. I tell you what, my old mum would like her. That woman's got dwarvish blood in her. It's just an expression. She's too tall for a dwarf, probably. Thank you. Ah, you're welcome. And you might want to consider carrying a shield, you know. It should block less blows with your body, you know. It only takes so much. Mm, I tried it. Weighed me down too much, and I like to be quick. Aye. You are that, I must say. But I will need a shield. Hopefully, we can protect each other. Saga wanders back. Where's Sergey? Oh, yes, yeah, so I forgot about by him. now. Thorg looks around, he's like, he was right, he was, he was right, he was there. It's <laughs> usually so loud. I... I thought it was quiet. And the air smelled better. Aye. Mm. You cannot wander alone forever. You'll return soon. We'll keep an eye and maybe uh, send out a search party at some point. If he doesn't come back. I mean, we would have had something, surely. I hope so. As long as the cart and its contents are safe, that's all we need concern about at this juncture. Aye. But, Johan, I appreciate what you said. And you can count on me to... Uh, Protect your squishy bits, and uh, Thoric like does that, does that thing where he like starts tickling <laughs> Johan in the ribs, like just digging his thumbs in, probably <laughs> in and around the scars and wounds and stuff like that. No, no, don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> stop, no, stop that. Stop that. I don't like it. <laughs> he slaps someone on the back. You're all right, Johan. Thank you. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, he sort of just like raises his eyebrows at uh, Saga and says, well, I'm happy to take first watch, if you like. I'm happy. Oh. Wake me if the witch does anything dangerous. Oh, I... She uh, makes any spooky potions or something like that. You laugh. <laughs> But yes, that in, that as well. I'll let you know. I offer a curt bow and go to my sleeping roll. Okay, yeah. and Saga, you as well? Yeah, I sort of uneasily go to 
go to sleep. Try and sleep. Okay. Um, so the evening passes uh, pretty much uneventfully. You're all very aware on your watch of keeping an eye out for Sergei, but no sign really comes. Um, just before we move on to the next day, do make sure you to uh, reduce on your character sheet any food that you will have needed to, to eat on this past day, as well as any water um, as well. I s- suspect water might be of a priority for you this next day. Okay. Um, How do we do that? Manage inventory? Yes, I believe so. I'm also going to take long rest. Oh, yes, and also take long rest. <laughs> As yeah. per D&D Beyond, which I think does it really quite quickly for you, which is lovely. Indeed. Um... So, um, the next morning, uh, you wake up, um, it's a fairly clear sky, um, albeit very cold as we are in the middle of, of winter, um, but plenty of life, um, in the surrounding area, um, can hear the birds tweeting the wild livestock grazing still no sign of sergey however um but bartolom and sarith um awaken and leave their bedrolls and tents and you see them starting to prepare to leave before uh, Bartolom heads over to you with uh, heads over to you Saga and Thoric um, he doesn't pay you much heed Johan I'm afraid um, but he has a scroll of parchment in his hand and he says um, when you reach Phandalin I would appreciate if you could seek out one Darren Edamath. Uh, he's from my order. And if you provide him with this, and he hands you the scroll, there's, he will be able to guide you with everything that you might need. A scroll is not magic, is it? Oh, oh no. can you calm down for one second? I investigate the scroll. <laughs> I I try and I snatch it off him. <laughs> Thoric slaps both their hands. It's like, stop it. We've just woken up. Thank you very much. It's very kind. Of you. And I, I take the paper and I like uh, wave it in front of um, Johan's face and go, "Oh no, you might get a paper cut." Stop that! Stop that! You stop that! <laughs> And like when Woody pushes Buzz Lightyear's helmet back, and he's like, "How dare you open a spaceman's helmet?" <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the... the name of the person we're meant to see? Sorry, Darren Edamath. Edamath. Is he da- is he a human or who, who are we looking for? Uh, he is a um, elf. An elf. An elf. Oh. 
Well, half-elf, to be precise. He's, a uh, Well, on the older side, shall we say, even for a half-elf. He's right. a, a member of my order. Well, former member of my order, shall we say. But he'll be able to guide you with anything that you might need. A useful contact to have, I think. Thank you. My pleasure. I appreciate that. Well, I wish you luck on your journey. Uh, if you happen to see any cultists, do tread carefully. They... As you have seen, have a tendency for violence at present with whatever gives them speed. I wish you well. He nods and he pats Sithra on the shoulder and kind of guides her over to their um, route. Hmm. Do you think this is going to keep happening? People asking us to do things for them? I um, think so. Hmm. We're going to need a box for all the scrolls we're going to encounter. Don't worry. I can hold the scary scrolls. I think he's more worried about ruining his dark aesthetic. <laughs> I wouldn't have anyone continue? thinking you can, uh, you know, read or write or anything, now, would we? Shall we continue on? I'm going to try and find us some water. <laughs> I can hear you. And I can probably snap you like a twig. Do you want to continue? Do you? <laughs> Go on, then. Stop it, the pair of you. Come on, what is this? You started it. Ah, I'll finish it. <laughs> Behave yourselves, the pair of you. Um, so, Anini, you're going to go looking for water, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because uh, I used up all of, or all of my personal water. All of your time. water. I'm going to try and find us some water, because I am good at the survival. Sure. Let's go with the survival check, then, please. Okay, plus one. Let's roll a real dice for a change. Yay! Six. Ah, oh, that wasn't good. That's a shame. That is um, a shame. So you uh, wander through some of the fields and hills in the hopes of really trying to find some sort of um, little stream somewhere. Mm. You're in hills. There's bound to be one somewhere, perhaps. Um, but your search comes up with nothing. I'm afraid. I come back like looking really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find no water, Maiden? Never mind. <clears throat> Don't even think about it. Perhaps I should try and find some. I might Down in it up. while you're at it, will you? Walks I'm away. I'm sure if Saga couldn't find any, I'm sure there just isn't any here currently. Yeah. We'll find somewhere further down our road, maybe. I squint ahead as if looking for a yellow car. 
<laughs> okay, so what are you guys doing next then? Are we gonna head off? Get back in the car. Well, <laughs> can we just check where? Can we find Sergey's uh, footprints? Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, if you could give me a, um, I guess it's a survival check as well. Oh, I'm gonna use one of my actual dice as well. Hopefully, I have better luck. Do we all roll, or just the two? Jen? Uh, if you if you're looking for it together, you can all roll, and so long as the majority of you pass, you don't split the party. I've rolled well, the these dice suck. <laughs> I am fourteen. Not- <laughs> Five! Five? Hmm. So why was my proficiency? What's wrong with me? Maybe you should uh, go back to the digital dice. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I should. Maybe this is the sign that digital dice will be kind of too much. Um, so you got a 14, Johan, and what was your story? A 22. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so you, um, you kind of walk around trying to find sign of his footprints um it was a a dry night so thankfully none of the mud's been kind of washed away um and you've managed to find some footprints headed uh in a sort of easterly direction um because where you met the cultist was at the trailhead where the high road meets the tribal trail Mm -hmm. um so the high road heading south and the tribal trail headed east so you see the footprints kind of headed in that direction so we are heading east. You would be our... heading east, yeah. Okay. And I sort of point them out and uh, sort of with one of my thick fingers, just kind of like uh, draw a mark in the road and kind of brush away some grass and point and be like, there's our Sergei. I kind of like <laughs> smell him like, oh, even his footprints stink. Um, I hope there's a bathhouse in Fandolin. Do you think there's a bathhouse? Maybe we should have asked them. I forgot to ask them the question about the thing. I'm all hither and dither today. Honestly, I can't put one foot in front of the other. Sergei went this way. Mm. Is it towards Fandolin? Aye, for now. We'll uh, keep an eye. Mm. We'll head that way. We must stay with the card, whatever happens. Don't worry. Um, I suppose uh, Thorical drive again. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so you hop on the wagon. Yeah, I'm gonna climb up this one. What about you, Johan? Are you hopping on the wagon or are you walking at the side? Uh, I'll walk at the side for now. Okay. But along keeping pace with the cart. Sure. So you hop on. Um, and Johan, you stay at the side, um, keeping an eye out for anything, and you continue along your way towards Vandalin. 